Welcome to Jenny's Baby Clinic, your safe space for factual information during your pregnancy or early months of parenthood. Because in this so-called new normal of social distancing, we all need someone who's in our corner. Hello, this is Jenny. I've done many consultations over this time of social distancing for families who found themselves in unfamiliar territory. For the new parents who have had to come home with just the three of them, mum, partner and baby, and have had to cope. I actually can't remember when I saw such strong bonds happening. There was no other way around it. And I noticed that the fathers that have come into my clinic at a few days or when baby was a few days old and a week old and two weeks old, the confidence is just astonishing. So for me, a new young couple thrown into it together has really been interesting to see. Then I've also seen the parent who has to work from home and has no help at all with a child or children. And both parents working from home creates its own set of interesting issues. Also with one or two or more children, children who have to be homeschooled amongst all of that. And then another thing that has happened, and quite a lot of it, is that I've had many calls and messages about two and a half, three-year-olds and even older who've suddenly regressed and have started wetting themselves, not making it to the toilet, and actually even insisting that they need to wear a nappy again. So I want to just have a little touch on all that and show you what we worked with as far as putting a little bit of structure and sometimes discipline into the home. This new way of living is possibly going to carry on for some time and might actually become permanent for some people. So as far as coming home with a new baby, I think I've touched on that a little bit in the previous podcasts. But if you are struggling, I really would urge you to reach out and to find someone to talk to. For the parents who are working from home and you have tiny children, you've got to have structure. I find a little girl said to her, every time she saw her mum walking around the house, she said, Mommy, are you going to work now? A child needs to know what is happening in her day. So in that situation, I chatted to the parents. It's all really logical, practical stuff I'm just talking about. But sometimes when you're caught up in, in the middle of it, you just don't see the wood for the trees. So I urge you to have a routine, to get up at six in the morning as you normally would, to get the kids up, to have breakfast as a family or to serve the children breakfast as you normally do, to get dressed and to get ready for your day. And if you are both working from home, well, then you'll have worked out a routine where for two hours, he'll go off and work and you'll do the children and then you'll have your two hours. This has meant in many cases where parents have had to start their day at five and end at 10 at night because you've each got to fit that certain amount of time in with work and with managing the family. Something else that has happened is that children... If you're both working parents, when your children do see you over in the evenings and over weekends, it's an all-consuming play session. You're there for them 100%. And when you are at home with each other trying to work and be in each other's company, it does not have to be like that. So consider setting up areas where your child can entertain themselves 
on your shift, even a tiny baby, a four-month-old, can be moved from bouncing chair in the lounge to under the play gym in the kitchen to lying on a rug outside on the grass to sitting in the pram, playing with crinkly toys, that is much better than keeping your baby in your arms all the time. Because firstly, he's going to get used to it. And secondly, you're not going to get anything done. For the older child setting up, uh, three, four-year-olds are, are creative and their imagination is at its peak and there's so much that they want to do. So set up in their bedroom all the teddy bears in a row and, and show them that they're going to play school, school or doctor, doctor or shop, shop or all those games that you played as a child and get them going and then retreat a little bit. It's preferable to not work in that time, but at least you can go and load the dishwasher and, and do all those household chores that also have to be done around the home. And then create a time where you have good quality time with your child twice a day and mum on her own and dad partner on his own with your child one-on-one. -on -one. Find things that you like to do. One parent, we're all different and some parents find it very easy to play with a child. Other parents find it difficult. They just can't find or think of things to do. If you're into woodwork or can build a tree house or can build a vegetable garden or can dig a sand pit, it's much easier. But if you don't have those interests or your interest is just sport as your hobby, it's not so easy if your child's a bit tiny. So you do need to dig deep and find things that you can do with your child that you like doing. If you do not like cooking, you're not going to bake with your child. Find things that are interesting for you to do as well. As a couple, find your strengths within each other. I've got a couple at the moment who they've had two children and the dad just really, really struggles with the second child. He's not comfortable with a tiny baby. It cries a lot, this little thing that I'm talking about. And it's been full time for mum, who's also trying to work a full time job. And you can miss the support that you want from your partner, but in actual fact, that person might not be capable of giving it. So you have to find ways where you can find other alternative means of supporting. I have one who does all the housework and she does more of the children. It might not be what you want. It might not be that you think it's fair. Both of you in your own way might not think it's fair, but it's what works best for the family. This is an obvious one, but if financial issues come into the mix now, don't fight in front of your children. It does upset them enormously. They know exactly what's going on. I think that all bedwetting stories that I've heard over the last while have been because people, the kids have picked up on the anxiety of the parents as to where are they going to work? How are we going to cope? Are we going to earn? They're not silly. They know. They understand from a very, very young age. So if that becomes heated at the same time, it's going to make things worse. It doesn't have to become heated and you don't have to speak in front of your children to still feel anxious. If they see you're at home and you're not normally there, they don't know what's going on. They're out of their routine. It upsets them. They don't have a plan and bedwetting is a sure sign of feeling a bit anxious. They might feel that they're not getting enough attention as well and resort to baby ways and hopefully by putting routine and st structure back into their lives, it's going to make the difference that you need. I hope this helps. Lots of love, Jenny. You've been listening to Jenny's Baby Clinic. Please subscribe to this podcast via your smartphone's podcast app so you don't miss future episodes.